This is exactly right. My favorite murder, the minisode. That's right. The minisode <laughs> was your line. Shit. You were looking over like off to the side. So I thought maybe you were holding your breath before you blurred That was it. my way of cueing you oh. by looking away. Oh. I wasn't trying to mad dog you into yeah. saying the line. I was trying to give you space. Thank you. To say your say your line. Thank you. And I did it. That's, You're welcome. That's Karen Kilgariff. Uh, that's Georgia Hardstark. Hi. Um, our entire state is burning to the ground but we're here for you yeah so but we're podcasting through it that's right that's what we do just like any in any good disaster movie we're the people (laughs) that are getting the exposition out as it melts down that's right um you want to go first sure this one is a postal worker hero story cool Hi, all. I was listening to the latest MFM minisode 190 this morning. The story from the postal worker reminded me that I had an amazing story about a postal worker hero. Way back in 2005, I was going to the University of Arizona. Go fill in the blank. (laughs) (laughs) I was in my last year of school and, of course, keeping college student hours and burning the candle at both ends. This meant that I was taking a nice nap on my couch in the early afternoon when I was awoken to a frantic knocking on my door. I looked at the peephole and saw it was my mail carrier. So I opened the door. He asked me, are you okay?" I heard screaming. I, I sleepily shook my head and let him know that everything was okay here. And uh, we both heard a scream again. The, the postal worker said, close and lock your door and then took off. Oh, my God. It turned out the scream was coming from next door. The girls who were living in the house next to ours had someone new moving in. No one else was home. And the girl was moving boxes from her car into the house. And of course, keeping the front door open while she was going back and forth. Well, a man had apparently been watching her and assessed that she was alone. So during one of her trips from her car to the house, he followed her inside and tried to assault her. Thankfully, the asshole left the door open. The mail carrier ran in and scared the guy off. Oh, my God. He called the police and stayed with her until her roommates were able to get there. Unfortunately, I don't know if the asshole assaulter was ever caught, but our mail mail carrier was forever our hero. Stay sexy and thank a mail carrier by posted and send someone a letter. Bree. Wow. We yeah. don't need another hero. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's so good. He could have saved her life. I just, you know, so many people are just like, that's not my problem. Not my problem. But I like, feel like he, mail carriers, though, they're uh, it, everyone is their problem totally. because they have to go to every single house. They deal with like my poor mail carrier at my old house. My dogs would jump at the front window and bark like she was trying to do something <laughs> terrible for every years. single day for years, every day. Um, <sighs> it, I mean, they really deal with so much bullshit. Sure. You know who else does? Oh, you know what we need is stories from parking, um, parking ticket people. Oh, part like meter maids i guess they probably don't call them that anymore parking attendant parking attendant stories or is that a valet no i don't know attendant it's not attendant ticket (laughs) Uh, you know what we need is someone to tell us what that is and then write us stories cater waiter it's like hold on we can figure this out We'll, we'll figure it out okay this one's called family curse and grandparent stuff Mm. Hello and welcome to my email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, love it. Yeah, 
I've been, I've been meaning to send this bad boy in for a very long time. So now, so let's cut the shit and get right to it. Please. Ever since, is she a Kilgareth? <laughs> it's from my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I was little, my grandmother has been telling me the story of our family curse and the number 21. In fact, she would often tell me the story right before bedtime when I would sleep over as a child. Thank you for the nightmares. So mm-hmm. here's the basic premise. Every firstborn female in each family branch dies an untimely death, and it always correlates with the number 21. What? Is this that Jim Carrey movie? He writes it all over the wall. <laughs> is, someone, is, this, is this from Jim Carrey? He writes in the plot of his own movie from 2005. <laughs> this isn't a hometown, but it is the plot of a movie that I was in. But it's a pretty good movie, if I do say so myself. Here is Liar Liar. It starts with my great-grandmother, who had a daughter named Shirley. Shirley passed away when she was just 21 days old from the measles. Luckily, mm-hmm. my great-grandmother went on to have two other daughters that, after that, both who are alive and well to this day. One daughter being my great-aunt Pat, and the other being my very very own grandmother, Joan, including names in here because I know you love it. Yes. My Aunt Pat went on to have her firstborn child, a daughter, to be named Tiffany. Tiffany sadly died exactly 21 days before her due date. My Aunt Pat never had any other children after that. I know, heartbreaking. That brings us to my grandmother, who went on to have three children, and you guessed it, the first one was a girl. Her name was Beverly. Beverly goes on to pass away in a freak car accident on her 21st birthday. What? Tragic, weird, spooky, all of the above. And hey, guess what? It gets worse, all caps. I am the firstborn girl for the following generation. Also, my name is Beverly, which is such a good name. Bring it back. I fucking love it. (laughs) That is a great name, Uh especially for a like a three year old girl named Beverly. Are you joking? Can you get my my Virginia lights? Bev, (laughs) Bev, darling. Bev, can you take off those cat eye sunglasses for one second? (laughs) I'm trying to talk to you. Um, I am named after my late Aunt Beverly mentioned above. Hopefully this means I will pass away when I am still kicking ass at 121 years old mm-hmm. or something. But let me tell you one thing. I am always hella cautious on the 21st of every month. Phew, it gives me the willies, she says. Thanks for reading my email and thanks for doing the cool shit you do. I will not miss your live show when you come back to Philly again. Also, my grandparents' names are Joan and Ed, and they are amazing and badass. If I do die an untimely death involving the number 21, I will try to haunt everyone and give you guys an update on how it all went down. <laughs> TTYL, Beverly, and then it says, my friends call me Beef. Oh, so good names Beverly. Beef. That was a full journey of an email. <laughs> I mean, really great, entertaining, totally. great information. Yeah. A family fucking curse is a first, I think. I think so. And incredible and horrifying. Like horrifying, awful, but then like light, funny parts. So you're not like, it's just everything we want. It's it's really, you know what, Beverly, and I hope I hope you do live to 121. Yep. But if you go early, at least you wrote that email. A perfect email. <laughs> Just kidding. Your life's goal is now complete. Georgia Georgia just did the classic comedy take of nodding along with me until I got to the end and then her eyes went wide. <laughs> like, oh, wait, wait, I, I don't agree. Fuck? I don't agree. What are you saying? Okay. okay. This just starts. Hey, ladies. 
This isn't really a murder story, but I do have some stories about Action Park. Yes! Right? Yes. A first-hander Action Park. Sorry, I got this one because it was your story. No, was, I, I got oh. an Action Park one too, but I didn't pick it oh, for right. some reason. We haven't done the full. Has you, anyone? But you might do the full. No, but has anyone? Okay. Just for anyone who doesn't know, Action Park is this incredible. Well, read your letter, whatever. Yeah, they might. Uh, here. Okay. I live in northern New Jersey. I'm only 22, but my dad was a frequent guest of Action Park as a teenager. Yes. Whenever he talks about Action Park, he says, you didn't have fun if you didn't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, that's the, the 80s saying. You're not having and fun unless you get hurt. It's like a dude with um, his hair parted down the middle yeah. and wearing a jean jacket. And he says that and he smiles and then his front tooth falls out. <laughs> And his arms in a sling, but he's doing a thumbs up <laughs> in traction. You didn't have fun if you didn't get hurt. <laughs> Big hole. Yes, okay. Love it. Okay. So, oh, then they say, which is not really my definition of fun, but I, it was the 80s, I guess. There you go. That's right. He was one of those people who got to go on the cannonball loop slide before it got <gasps> shut down. No. <laughs> he, he busted his nose pretty badly. <laughs> But he did say it was worth it. <laughs> Not sure if he got scraped up by the teeth embedded in the slide. Uh-huh. Did you hear about the? Is that in the documentary? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Teeth embedded in the slide that other kids get scraped <laughs> up. Yeah, that is like that is Mimi beyond. But I'm assuming he did get. Uh, he did because he mentioned it right before it got brought up in the documentary. Oh, oh. nice. Aside from the various other minor injuries, he came out relatively unscathed, though he did have a friend ride the Alpine slide. <laughs> oh, shit. Read it, read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. I'm sorry. This is just such a weird throwback. It's like, it's so... I did have a friend ride the Alpine slide shirtless and have his entire back completely covered in road rash. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> like, the 80s was the last era of shirtless dudes in public just chilling out. Yep. That was a thing. And tiny shorts. Point where tiny shorts. They had to put up signs at McDonald's saying you're not allowed to do that in here. <laughs> it was very common. Yeah. Yes. And, t- and tiny corduroy OP shorts. Oh, yeah. Bring okay. it back. <laughs> One thing I thought was wild that they didn't mention the, in the documentary was the fact that the park had actually bought the town of Vernon new ambulances because their first aid squad was called out to the park so often. <laughs> Stay sexy and don't go to poorly designed water parks, Tori. Oh, that was great, Tori. Everyone ask your, so your good. mom or dad what happened to them. <laughs> Why yeah, the children 80s? of New Jersey. Yeah. Love Please. it. Amazing. Uh, this one's called CIA Grandfather. It's short and mm-hmm. sweet, but I like it. Karen in Georgia. <laughs> a few minisodes ago, you read a story about someone's CIA grandfather. My family similarly believes that my grandfather was in the CIA. He traveled a lot for work, often narrowly missing significant historical events, most notably leaving Tehran just hours before the Iran hostage crisis. <laughs> He knew. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. When my sister and I graduated high school, we were both targeted by the CIA for recruitment. How come that didn't happen to me? Is it because I didn't go to college? Because your grandfather wasn't in the CIA. Right. And I barely graduated high school. Okay. (laughs) Well, yeah. Were you there to be recruited? (laughs) You have to be present to be recruited. Probably not. And I would have been like, fuck the government. Not like, (laughs) that's awesome. Yes. Uh, Our theory is that as grandchildren 
of one of their best, we seemed like the perfect candidates, although other high schoolers in our neighborhood were targeted, including a childhood friend of mine who mysteriously gained the ability to speak perfect Russian in the past few years after having her college seemingly entirely paid for by a nameless prospective employer. Oh, you are just gossiping now, and that's rude. Oh, my God. Wait for this. Wait for this. <laughs> Although my grandfather died when I was young, one thing I learned from him was to always take a different route home every day. 15 extra minutes won't kill you, but the people tailing you might. Jeez. XOXO. <laughs> gossip girl. Gossip girl like the TV show? Yeah, you said gossiping. <laughs> psychic power. Oh, my God. Total CIA psychic powers. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they never recruited me, and they really... They missed out. I really did. I just liked that I'm, one. It was short and sweet with like a lot of information packed in there. You know? Yeah, no, it was good. It was great. I mean, the, there's always time for the CIA. Any always. information that we can get. That's right. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea, because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional, and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter her promo code space 80. Goodbye. Okay, this uh, subject line is drug dealer saved a life. Love it. Hello to my favorite ladies, pets and mustache. Just kidding, Stephen. You're more than just a mustache. Aww. I was listening to Minnesota 189 when you gals asked for drug dealer stories and how they saved your life. Yes, you really did ask for that. <laughs> knows us way too well. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it doesn't sound familiar. Um, okay, well, here's here's mine. There was this quiet guy in my college dorm that I was interested in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You are singing my song, girl. (laughs) The quiet ones make me extra loud. And then they they really don't like you. (laughs) Before they just regular didn't like me. And then it would be like, oh, God, that loud girl's coming over here again. It's because you make her nervous because you won't speak. So she talks too much. You can't. You're brooding. Would take a brooding break and chit chat with me. (laughs) Son of a bitch. He was new to campus and I'd see him in passing and was so intrigued by this mysterious man. One crazy college night, my friend was working the night shift at the front desk of the dorm. I sat down there with her to help keep her awake and watch the drunks roll in. Mm -hmm. Late that night, in walks the mystery man. He was completely covered in mud, sticks and missing his shirt. (laughs) We just sat there with our mouths open, confused and staring. He walks in, gives us a couple finger guns and heads upstairs saying nothing. A few months later, I end up having this guy as my accounting tutor. Mm. And I ask ask him about that night. Turns out that he was at a party with some shady characters, and he did a few too many shots of Everclear. Mm. He stumbled out of the house and was offered cocaine from a dealer, which he accepted. His quote-unquote friend told him to go home and put him on the public bus, which goes to campus. However, it was the wrong bus. (laughs) Of course it was. (laughs) This bus took him over two miles away from campus on the edge of a marsh slash pond. It was October in the Midwest and about 40 degrees out. So instead of taking the long way home, he just decided to cut through a mile of wet marsh and swampland to get home. Hence, the mud sticks and missing shirt. I'm convinced that the cocaine actually saved his life. Frankly, it's a miracle. He could have passed out in the marsh and died from hypothermia or drowned and no one would have known. But the cocaine kept him
him going and he was able oh. to make it back. <laughs> I love it. We've uh, uh, we've since been together six years and are getting married in 2021. I didn't read the last paragraph. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is my favorite. That's amazing. She married him. His party days. <laughs> she married the guy covered in mud. The cocaine guy covered in mud. Her she husband. married the muddy finger guns. Hey, mom and dad, oh. how did you guys meet? <laughs> when did you first well, know you loved dad? It's hard to explain. Also, I need to know you, you. The part of the story is how you figured out how to get him to be your accounting totally. tutor. Did you you find out he was tutoring people in accounting? Yeah, and then sign up for an accounting class. Totally. That's probably what she did. And right? be like, "Hey, I'm bad at this." Yeah, God, this class. It's like I never wanted to take it or plan to enroll in it ever at all. <laughs> it's like it has nothing to do with my my major in zoology. But oops, I guess I got to take this accounting class. You know what? Zoos make money. Someone's got to bounce those books. So you better someone's teach me gotta, how. <laughs> someone's got to account for all that tiger feed. Might as well be me. <laughs> um, his party days are done and he's now a full-time accountant. Yes. If if it wasn't for the drug dealer, I would have missed out on marrying the love of my life. Aww. Don't do drugs, stay in school, stay sexy, and don't get murdered. T. T. That is I love how unthorough I was and I gave myself my own surprise <laughs> at the end of that. T, we're coming like, to your good, wedding. Good, good. <laughs> we're coming to your wedding. We'll bring the cocaine. <sighs> she got a quiet guy. I know. Well, quiet guys are sometimes just shy. Vince was a quiet guy when I met him. Really? Yeah. And I was just, and I I knew he wasn't because when we met, we had like a great conversation all night and then we went on dates and he wouldn't fucking speak. And I was just like, (laughs) I know you're cool. Like, and so I had to say to him, I need you to talk or I'm just going to keep, I'm going to talk too much and hate myself. Cause you know, you like fill in the silence. Cause yes. So it's just like, and I can't eat in silence. And so I finally kind of yelled at him and he's like, okay, I I got it. And now he's like, busted. Busted it out. I know. I can't even imagine him being that way. That's what's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's such a Mr. Like, hey, everybody who needs a totally beer. he can figure he can find anything to talk about. OK, this one. But you made him shy, Georgia. I know. You made him shy. I mean, we were still making out every date, but <laughs> <he's just laughs> talking. you were working through it. And that's what's important. The chemistry was there, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. This our, all of us are a little bit connected. This one is a, ma- a mailman story. Yes. So, hey guys, I'm a Canadian male lady, and I'll let, uh, I'll and let me tell you, there's some fucked up shit out there. I've been greeted <laughs> by basically naked men more times than I care to count. I've oh. delivered active sex toys, live bees, a chicken, and even a whole black bear. <laughs> But this story isn't about that. As with all male male carriers, I have a few favorite customers on my route. A few years ago, on my old route, my favorite was Jimmy McGraw, a lovely 70-something widower living off the grid on the mountainside. Jimmy was my last stop, so I'd always stay and chat with him as he didn't get much company. He would typically offer me a cup of coffee or whatever sweets he had baked up. This particular visit started with the usual small talk, and then the sweet man looked me dead in the eyes and asked, can I interest you in a line? A line? I reply. Would you like a little cocaine? Feel free to <gasps> feel free to come up over the weekend. Bring your husband. <laughs> it turns out I had delivered that very cocaine the day before. <laughs> you really can mail anything. I never did take him up on the offer, but I'm fairly certain I know where he got his remarkable energy. And it's just signed Kale S. Okay. <laughs> 
The idea of going out, like living a respectable life and doing what needs to get done for whatever you think that is, yeah. becoming a widower, then you're just like, guess what? I'm just going to I'm just going to roll on out of here like drug style off the grid. That's- I'm not bothering anyone. I'm not like making cocaine person noises for my neighbors to get annoyed by, you know, no. blasting fucking no. free bird and shit. I'm just like living <laughs> my life on the mountainside. I have my yes. mail carrier friends. I'm kind of excited. I yeah, <laughs> I get a lot. I get a lot of baking done. I like Marlboro Reds for some reason. <laughs> but that, hey, it's good for the in the nature. I thought about opening a restaurant, but it has to be off the grid. <laughs> There's no one to talk to about it. <laughs> exactly. I don't want any customers. Is the thing. <sighs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's real. You should sit. Don't do drugs no. until you're 75. <laughs> That's right. Then do all the drugs you want. That means, Dad, you have a year. Until you get to start doing <laughs> drugs. We can't talk shit to you at all. That's right. <laughs> Marty gets to start doing that shit. Oh, I bet he'll enjoy it for the first time when he's 75. <laughs> yeah, because he's been sober his whole life. <laughs> his whole life. My dad's such a square. Um, <laughs> send us all your stories about anything. Ticket, take a taker. Are you a ticket taker or a ticket giver? Are you a ticket giver. And what are you called? If the if you understand what we're saying right now and you know it's you, it. explain everything to us, please. Park it ticket attendant. Valet. Valet stories would be great, too. Valet stories would be amazing. But I don't think you're an attendant because yeah. they have to keep moving. Yeah. You're attending to the tickets, not to the cars. Can we just have the reveal now and find out what the fuck we're trying to say? Okay, let me look it up. Let's pause it. Parking enforcement officer. Yay. Oh, God. Parking enforcement officer. Enforcing parking all day long. (laughs) Doing it for the people. The good of the people, even if they hate you. Hey, look, that's what enforcement (laughs) is all about. It's forcing things and forcing things. All right, we're done with this, right? <laughs> Fucking done. I mean, we've given all, all, we've given all we can. We've got what more <laughs> this, do you guys want? This might be the mini soda of all time. We're this even huffing wildfire fumes for days. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. <sighs> well, thanks for listening. <laughs> if you've gotten this far, yeah, <laughs> thanks for sticking in there. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. Goodbye, Goodbye. Elvis. Do you want a cookie? <laughs>